0: Today's special guest is Keisha George. She is a wife, a dog mom, an educator, and a curl enthusiast. And I'm so excited to have her here today, chatting about all things curly girls. Welcome Keisha.
1: Thank you, Elaine. I'm so excited to be here. I can talk curls all day,
0: (laughs) but we won't do that. (laughs) Looking at your beautiful curls is inspiring me already. They're so beautiful. And your color is so amazing. So that's, that's a great marketing tool, right? You having that beautiful hair. I'm sure that's uh, a positive in what you do. It helps. It helps. So I feel like it's been maybe the last, uh, probably 10 years, but more so even more so the last five years that curly girls have gotten their moment in the spotlight. You know, back when I started doing hair, if someone with extremely textured and curly hair showed up, I would be in a total complete panic mode because as you know, most salons would only give us, you know, 30 to 45 minutes for a cut. And I would think it's going to take me 30 minutes just to detangle all those curls (laughs) after I wash that hair. (laughs) So I love that you've made that your specialty. It's so smart from a niche perspective because Most people are generalists, right? We do color, we do cuts, we do waxing, we do updos, we do all the things, but I believe that curly hair deserves its own specialty and always has. So speak to me about, first of all, you having curly hair, I'm sure you've taught yourself a lot of things from trial and error of dealing with your own curls, Mm
1: -hmm. but how
0: did you get started in making that your specialty?
1: Well, as a child, I grew up with very thick curly hair. so I always had to, I was always, I always had to call several salons. Hey, do you do curly hair? Hey, do you do that And they would charge you more, book you longer times, and then stretch you from person to person to person, right? When you got into the salon. So I always dealt with that. I did my own share of mm-hmm. <laughs> keratins, uh, Japanese straightening, uh, relaxers, and, and those Roll out blow uh, roller set blowouts. I did all of that. Trust me. I've done the whole thing. I, and when I was working in corporate America, I, I did never want my hair curly to work. Um, Interesting. because yeah, no, I remember once uh, a director said to me, are you going to go like that? And we were heading to a sales meeting and I thought, wow. Okay. Um, no, I'm not. And I just kind of like put a headband and pulled it back in the bun. It was super long at the time. And so I said, okay, this is not going to work. And then so I kind of understood after that where where I stood with with curly hair in in the corporate world. And that's crazy, isn't it? And that was not that long ago. It was maybe 15 years ago. And uh, then now when I walk into the room, I have people always saying, oh, my God, I love your hair. How would you do that? What happened? I know. And I'm just like, wow, what a shift. Right. I can feel super confident walking in with my curly hair. So I've always um, done hair all my life. I did my cousins, my sisters, everyone in my family. I always was so keen on doing hair. And one day in corporate America, I came home from work, and it was just one of those days. And Actually, I think it was like a hurricane or something in Florida. <laughs> and, you know, you're off for like a week, and you're just sitting at home thinking, hmm, this is my life, huh? And I remember saying what do I do? I think I was reading some book or, and I said to myself, what do I do outside of work that excites me? Even when I'm tired, even when I don't feel good, I'm just so excited to do it. And I thought hair, like I would go to the client's room and do their hair, I'd go to their house and do my friends, everyone's hair. And I said, this is the thing I will do after a 12 hour shift, no problem. And not even get paid sometimes, just to experiment and play. And I said, you know,
0: let's explore that.
1: And then after that, I, I started, I actually <laughs> quit my job, cashed out 401k, um, went to hair school. I was the oldest one there. I, everyone's like 19. And I, I, I just did it. And um, I haven't regretted it since. Um, it, it's changed my life. I wanted the opportunity to work and give, because when I work, I give 100%. And I wanted the opportunity to be my own boss. But at the same time, I still wanted to help people because that's always been the forefront of why I believe I'm here, right, <laughs> is to provide, to give to others. So I went to Aveda, and I studied Aveda. I worked at Aveda Salons um, in South Florida area, and then I drove by Dod and I was a curl expert. Wow, okay. So I walked in, and I said, I want to work here, <laughs> and they were like, okay, well, come back and see the boss. I went in and I was an associate. Now, this is after I've been a corporate America for years. I walked in as an associate for a year. So I literally stood behind my mentors, watched every cut, saw every texture, styled, shampooed, swept, you know, blowed, did anything I needed to do until um, I felt ready. And then I went on the floor and then I soon after became an educator because I felt that since it was my second career, I really needed to hone in. So I read every book. I did every class. I I practiced on hundreds of mannequins, right? And I just wanted to be, catch up essentially, right? At that age. So um, I started to really focus on anything hair. And I didn't worry about the money. I didn't worry about anything. I just worried about having my clients trust me and come back to me and send their friends and their daughters and their family to me. And I wanted, and I got most of the thrill from that I got after that, I turned them around. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know my hair could do this. And that's a statement for me that to this day, say, okay, I've done my job. I didn't know I could do this, my hair could do this. And I'm just like, girl, I just put some moisture in there. Yeah. That's all you needed was some water, right? Because that's what curly hair loves. So I continued my career there. And now I travel and I'm an educator for the brand. I um also now work in New York City in, in the salon. I've been to the salon in California. I've been to many other salons teaching. So I've met a lot of people across the country. And it's amazing to me how a lot of the stylists are so interested in learning more and really developing their skills for um, I, I'll have people in my class, but I've been doing hair for 30 years. I'm like, okay, that's great. And I'm not taking that from you because you're probably amazing on a blowout or something that would take me way too long. And, but then I'll teach them one or two techniques and it will just cha- I, I see the light bulb go on. And that's the part of education that I can't let go of. We all know education doesn't pay, but uh, it's just part of me. I can't let go. Right. So I continue to do education at least once a month. I travel um, sometimes twice um, and I do classes in New York city. I'm going to Florida this month as in Chicago last month. And it, it just really drives me. And I also love the energy in different cities and uh, different stylists and what kind of curl pat, what kind of styling they're doing in LA or, you know, Atlanta, what's hot, what's fresh there, you know? And also if I have a client in my chair in New York city, I can say, Hey, you went on vacation? Oh, I got the perfect person for you. And I, I, I recommend them to the people that I've trained because I would much rather a curly client go to another curl expert and then come back to me than for them to go to someone who doesn't understand their curls and is going to create a shelf or a pyramid mm-hmm. or a Christmas tree. The
0: pyramid. <laughs>
1: and then it's going to, there's nothing I can do for you, babe. We're going to have a, a really cute bob or we're going to have to just grow this out. So I always tell them, it's okay. You can go to anybody who's a curl expert. If I've trained them, even better. If they are certified and they're super confident, absolutely. The thing I find is some of the people that I train, um, they do curls maybe once or twice a month.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, They'll have 10 clients a day, uh, 50 clients a week, and two of them are curly, right? So I always urge them, bring in your friends, bring anyone with curly hair, stop them on the street, Stop them at Starbucks. Hey, come on over. Let me give you a free haircut just to keep those skills going, just to use different textures because no two curly heads that you're gonna see are the same. I don't care how many mannequins you've done, no two are gonna be the same. So I always encourage everyone to just just practice. It's okay. I'm not working for free. Yes, you, you need to because if you don't work for free, you're not gonna build that skill and that confidence. So anyone that sits in your chair you are like, oh, yeah, girl, I got you. No problem. And that's what we need, our clients to feel so um, comfortable when they sit in our chair as curly girls now that I I urge everyone just to practice on anyone you see. It's okay to do free hair. We all do it, right? We all do free hair so we can develop ourselves further.
0: Well, there's no more loyal client than a curly client. Once a curly client finds her person, my daughter included, my daughter can get free haircuts from me anytime. She's 29 years old, but when she turned 11, she got her first menstrual period and her curl changed. She liked having curly hair as a little girl. It was like her signature look. Mm -hmm. And then the top, you know, from from her zone one to like her eyebrows got really straight and then everything else stayed curly. Mm -hmm. So me not being a curly expert at the time, this was, you know, 20 plus years ago, Um, I didn't know what to do. I was like, um, we either have to perm up top or smooth out the bottom because you're just always going to be frustrated with the two different textures. That was my solution. And I had been doing this woman's hair that she took the train from New York to see me for color. And she was so loyal to me for color. And she would say, I don't want my hair cut. I don't want it styled. I go to a curly expert in New York. And I was like, well, what is it that's so great about her? Why wouldn't you just get everything done here? Or in the other way, why not get everything done there? Why come to me? Right, right, right. And she had this like really thin, didn't look curly at all hair. And she said, oh, because she cuts the curl into my hair. And I was like, okay, my bullshit meter is going through the roof. I'm like, okay, some somebody's a really smart marketer saying they're cutting the curl into her hair. So we had this lengthy conversation. I said, please give me the name of whoever this is. I want to go see them i brought my daughter as my model and so began my daughter's curly cut experience and she's never let me cut her hair since because (laughs) i went to the class to learn how to paint the curls and the Uh the girl who worked with me went for the cut so -hmm. she started cutting my daughter's hair and now my daughter was like don't cut my hair i don't want you ruining my curls because it really is a method that does cut more curl into your hair in, in a sense, it's not cut more curl as in put a perm rod in there, right? But it really does bring that Wake curl up. out. Like to to your point, when she got out of that salon, like when I watched the whole thing go down, I was like, I stand corrected. Like that is a true technique. <laughs> yeah, there is something and to, to your Elaine, point. I swear, it's and definitely so product. Part, so
1: yeah, uh, Elaine, there definitely something to the curly cut. Um, a lot of times it's more about looking at the hair and it's really difficult to teach stylists who've been doing this for many, many years that we, there's no specific formula. There's no step one, two, three, right? Just like when you are doing a toner, I can't tell you the formula ahead of seeing what you have after you've taken out your foils, Right. And it's exactly the same thing. What is the client coming in with? Uh, A lot of clients will have a different texture here, a straighter texture here, and maybe a lot of tangly straight hair in the back, right? So it's looking at the hair and really deciding, mapping it out, we call it, I call it curl mapping. So it's really mapping out what do I need to do for all of these textures to live on the head together and look seamless? And that's what we try to achieve. So instead of all of those horizontal lines across this way, We do, I I always tell them when vertical, we want them to blend together. And if a curl on the bottom is looser, we need to essentially create more curl. And there's several techniques out there to do that. One that I employ is with WeDog. And so we create a little more curl here. If there's too much bulk here because this might be the tighter texture, I'll go in and debulk here so that this can lay on the hair in the back in the nape where you can then look seamless instead of having, because what happens is if clients tend to get their hair cut blown out, that's one thing I won't do, by the way, Elaine. I'm I sorry. agree. That's yeah, where I draw no. the line. I if agree. Someone, I've had clients ask me, please cut my hair dry, and I'll make a decision. If a majority of their curl pattern is consistent throughout the head, then yes. But I will absolutely never blow dry someone's hair and cut it. I'm sorry. All the money in the world, No because I don't know what the middle looks like, the back, the front. I'm not I'm not gonna do that. So um, I've had to tell people, no, I'm so sorry. Please find someone else, you know, and, and respectfully. So, um, because you're gonna be back in my chair in like six months. And um, I just want everyone to kind of understand that not because a curly person sits in your your chair, you have to do it. If you don't know how to do it, you're not comfortable. That's okay reach out to someone else, send them to someone else, take a class and invite them back, you know? So majority of the time when I meet students, the number one thing they're nervous about is, oh my gosh, why did you give, even in class, they're like, why did you give me this girl with all the hair? Why you gave me tight curls? I'm like, that's why you're here, babe, we got this. So I always tell everyone, I tell them, first of all, we have to kind of calm the client down because they've been through trauma. They've been dealing with their hair for so long. It's much easier to go out and get a sew-in or a wig
0: or Mm. braids.
1: And what I say to my clients is, yes, it is. Oh, trust me. My extensions are on the way. I'm getting a delivery because I love clipping sometimes for longer hair, especially when I'm on vacation. But after you take out the braids or you take off the wig, undo the braids, you have your hair. So it's important that you first deal with your hair and then you can go on and add everything else in, right? And still feel good because, hey, you know what? I'm taking this out and I love my hair. And so it's really about the first thing I always say to my clients, hey girl, do you love your curls? No, I could can, I can blow out some hair, no problem. But if you're here in my chair, I wanna work with what you have. And if you're open to that, so it's an honest conversation really about do you like how your hair looks? I'll even sometimes wet it down, put a little product and say, this is how you, all of your hair will look when I'm done and I will make it into a beautiful shape, whichever you like. Cause that's the only thing we're deciding when you sit in my chair with a curly girl, length and shape. Everything else is on me. I need to make it look seamless after that. And yes, I like my hair and I've gotten to the end and they're in tears. Hate it. My mom's gonna hate it. I I can't go to my my uh whatever interview like this. Okay, no problem. Let's get you shampooed and blown out. And this is you're not ready, and that's okay. I'm Mm -hmm. here whenever you're ready for that journey. You know. So it's so much emotion in there as well, right? So we I always remind everyone we have to be super cautious and take care of the emotional part because most curly girls have been through so much, right? And So after we get through that, she said, yes, I want to try. I love it. I want to do it. I'm going to do everything. Okay, great. So then I'll go into scalp because scalp is the number one thing that we struggle with because obviously the sebum gets trapped, the tighter the coils, and you really don't get a good scrub, right? And then I've even had a few clients the past few months who said, oh, no, I don't shampoo. I don't shampoo at all. No, 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 never. I'm like, well, we're shampooing today. Is that okay with you? because there's no way I'm not gonna shampoo your hair um, and remove everything that you've ever used, right? And they'll be like, okay, it's gonna dry it out. I'm like, it won't. So it's always about scalp care. So there's buildup or anything like that. I'm gonna talk about what are you using? What's your regimen, things like that. So I start with the scalp, make sure I detoxify, cleanse, clarify, And then go in if it's like a lot of clients will have a straight on the top and then curly in the ends. And a lot of time that's from sebum. I've found in my experience from sebum coming down the shaft of the hair. And then right where the curl begins, obviously sebum is not gonna go around your curls, right? So you'll have the straight and then curls. So with that, I'll recommend oil shampoo. Oil removes oil, right? So that's the only thing that's going to eliminate as much sebum because you naturally don't have enough curl up here and that's another thing I'll tell I can't make a curl that doesn't come out of your scalp that way but I can help you create the look you want so if you're using an oil shampoo you're going to remove oil and one one that I really like mimics the natural oil so it's never going to dry your hair and you can use it every day and so you're not going to have extra sebum here because And then it's gonna balance the bottom here. So you're not gonna be super dry down here. This is why you get that like flat out triangle, right? And then after that, I'll go into moisture, um, hydrating. And another thing that I often teach people is how to shampoo, right, for curls. It's not about this whole like in the right, no, absolutely not. If you're using the right shampoo, you should be able to finger detangle your hair on the second shampoo. And it's, it's like work. I call it the piano, me- we call it the piano method and we do and it's really like playing the piano along your scalp, right. And just really working all the scalp and you don't put shampoo on the ends of your hair, right. Because it has that slipped run down. And another thing is a lot of my clients believe that they need to shampoo their hair. They need to condition their hair to detangle, but your champ, you should be able to detangle with your fingers after the first shampoo. The conditioner is really meant to seal your cuticles, right? So going in with conditioner and really sealing it in, that's what that's for. Cause conditioner is not gonna help you if you're still <clears throat> you know, fighting with it, right? So you're gonna need another conditioner, another conditioner so you have a smooth surface that you're sealing the cuticle. And that's the number one thing. I say, if you ask me what's the number one thing clients need to do to have beautiful curls, it would be, seal your cuticle because the curlier your hair is, the tighter your coils is, the more open your shaft is, right? So you're going to need to seal it down. And that starts in the shampoo process. That is the number one in our salon. We spend majority of our time at the bowl. It takes me 10 minutes to cut anyone's hair, but it takes me 20, 30 minutes at the bowl to detangle hydrate. And I often style at the bowl if they have super low porosity, because I need to continuously wet the hair. And sometimes the spray bottle doesn't do it for me. So I, I need that water, right? And I'll, I'll style them right there. And I'll tell them, hey, when you go home, you need to style your hair in the shower, because your hair, it, it, it's just not absorbing water, and it's not holding on to it. And it will get better, you know, with deep treatments and things like that. But for now, you need to style in the shower, or there's no hope. Because uh, if you get out the shower and you start drying your hair, wrapping it in a, uh, this is my number one statement. Oh no, I use a a, a a chenille towel or a turban. Turban. Yeah. Turban. turban. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. I don't care. Once you put a dry towel on your wet hair, you are now drying it and popping that cuticle open and you have no product on your hair. So you want to go ahead and uh, once I see the porosity, I'll let them know this is what you need to do. Just like I'm doing at the bowl. This is what you need to do in your shower. Put your primer and your styler in the shower. Finger comb it until you have no resistance. And then shake it out. Put a clip and go about your business. And then you can diffuse, air dry, whatever you you like. So I think for a stylist, because we're probably speaking to a lot of stylists today, it's really about understanding the mental part of it. Are they ready? Number two, the consistency consistency is the apps like you have to wash your hair at least once a week sometimes too depending on your lifestyle um uh, you have to clarify your scalp you have to remove the the sebum you have to use products that are right for your hair i can't tell you how many times clients are like oh yeah i don't put a lot i use this really heavy cream i wouldn't even use it on my hair i'm like i would never use that on my hair and i'm like uh oh, four a three b three c and you're like a two a you're like i used it i mean i wouldn't do that because it's gonna weigh your hair down but they're like no no, no i just put on the ends and i scratch i mean no how do you expect up here to to look curly and be hydrated if you're not putting you only scrunching it in the ends first of all you're popping that cuticle up. You're telling yeah, go get the moisture, go ahead. And then at the second time, you're not putting any products here. So whatever your hair does, as soon as you hit that humidity, it's gonna poof, poof out and you under, and you don't understand why you can't control your hair, right? So it's really about, let's follow the regimen, let's be consistent and um, you will 100% guaranteed see results, I tell clients. Do one thing. I know I speak a lot. I talk a lot. And when you're in my chair, I tell you a hundred things. Just do one. Put the product in your hair soaking wet. You're going to use less product. It's going to absorb better. You're going to have more control of your hair because a spray bottle, I don't have long hair at the moment, but it doesn't do it for me. In the Maybe tomorrow if I wanted to refresh and I don't care about how big my hair was, great. You know, So that would be my number one thing. Another one is, are you willing to put in the work and, and spend the money, right? Sometimes our premium products or professional products are just maybe 5 to $10 more than what you're do- paying at the target. But are those products sitting on the hair or are they going into the hair, right? And that's the, that's the number one. I don't care what product you use. I work for the product I love. But you can use whatever product you like, but make sure that it's, first of all, water soluble. Water should be the first ingredient and it's going to penetrate your hair. So no coconut oil. The molecules in coconut oil are huge. They will never be able to penetrate your hair the way you're doing it. If You have a steamer and there's different variables that yes, but no. Coconut oil is just going to sit on the hair. And a lot of other products do that as well. And there's so much more technology now. So I know some people have been using some products for so long. And, and I get it, you know. But I would recommend to them because sometimes with curly clients, you have to take it slow. You can't say, okay, start using all these five products now. No, no, no. You love this product? Great. Keep using it. But use this primer. And a primer is something that's just you put in right after your hair's conditioned just to keep that moisture in your hair and really continue to seal that cuticle. So I'll say use this primer because I know this primer is going to penetrate your cuticle, penetrate your hair and keep and wrap around it and keep it controlled. Then you can use your fun product, but soon enough, you'll come back and say, Oh no, I want the rest. I love it. Right. And that's okay. I, wherever you are in your journey, that's where I meet you because I get it you know, um, and I want you to be comfortable in my chair. I don't want to speak at my clients and I don't want to tell them what they have to do at the end of the day. I'm not going home with them, Right. And they need to be comfortable doing their hair every day and feeling good when they walk out. Right. So that's all I try to do. So my consultation, my curl mapping, looking at their face shape, their kind of, kind of their, um, lifestyle how many different textures are in their hair the time between their haircuts what can they afford our curly girls are only gonna come see us three to four times a year right mm-hmm. so they absolutely need to do that but then you have those that come twice a year so then it's a whole nother haircut and they want to know why you need to cut two inches because you've already had so many split ends and your hair is starting to break in the tightest part because you're treating it all the same. And we haven't been able to really manipulate it enough to where it works as one. And then I also tell clients sometimes, and some people don't understand why a curly cut might cost so much more, or why you need to go to a different city to see someone who specializes, hey, if you have a great haircut, it's gonna grow out great and you're gonna have a good hair day 90% of the time, right? Uh, If you don't, you're going to be manipulating. You're going to be pulling your hair back in a ponytail. You're going to be pulling it up. You're going to be doing all these things to manipulate your curl. When, if you have a great haircut, it's just going to grow in really nice. So I always recommend at least three times a year for, and then if you're like younger, I have a lot of kids, uh, I'd say twice because they're kind of not getting too many layers. They're not looking for volume. They're not looking for anything except control. Um, so that's what I would recommend for your curly clients is uh 50%, percent i maybe even 70% of the entire service is really understanding who they are, who their curls are, where they're at in their journey, and the rest is the cut. And again, every haircut's gonna be different with curls, right? We're gonna be looking for, we always say we dad, um, I'm going to fix the inter- the external issue that you see internally. So I'm gonna go in and make curl, remove curl, to, uh, do layers, whatever I need to do internally. So what you see is that round shape or the heart shape or the triangle, whatever you like. And, that, and that's something that when I teach classes, I have to tell people, I can't write it down for you. Just kinda gotta look and have that eye, you know, and really be passionate because some appointments will take 30 minutes some appointments will take two hours right <laughs> so it, you know but once you have that client they're yours for life they will I, I moved from florida to new york i get people calling me six months later, hey i'm like i don't even work there like i moved like i'm not in the state i'll be back next month but like okay i'll do whatever
0: you know are so are you in um, new york now
1: I am. I'm in the city.
0: I'm in New York I, city. I would love I, for my daughter to get her haircut by you because her latest thing is, you know, I told you when she was 11 how this got straight and this stayed curly. Well, now underneath in the back, yeah. she has this middle piece that's like a tail of straightness. Straight. Mm-hmm. What is yeah. that about? I've never seen that happen before. Yeah. Um, um,
1: you know, obviously your hair changes every seven years. So that part is, I owe anytime, how long is her hair? Is it like super long? Well, that's the other thing. Since COVID, it will not grow. Okay.
0: She hasn't cut it. She hasn't done anything. And it's just the same. My my son was like, did she cut it that short on purpose? I'm like, no, she hasn't cut it. it. It's not growing. Whoa.
1: Okay. I would love to take a look at it. So that I call the tail, right? So I always ask because what I find is when clients come, and I'm not saying this is the case with with her but um when clients go to like get a straight cut oftentimes we want to do waves and we want to make it that like beautiful like um short in the front longer in the back but that doesn't work for curls right, right. so for your curls you need a, a a good balance and and then that and then on the back I always bring it up right at the nape and some people obviously have longer necks. They have uh, hair that goes all the way down. Some people don't have that much. So I take a really good look at that. And the first cut is always right in the back to see where the hair lies. And that piece that's hanging down that straight, it's very, very common. But you have to put that one piece. and It could be an inch, depending on the density of the hair. You need to put that underneath everything else before they leave the chair. Because in two months, it's going to be hanging behind. Right. A hundred percent. There's no getting around it because that's just how the hair is back there. Right. So it's really about looking at the curl. So when we're like, may I touch your hair? And you go in and you're looking, you're looking at all these things to see where do I need to map out? And I often say, I'm going to bring this up because you are going to, and sometimes people blow dry their hair straight, curly. How do you wear it majority of the time? you wear it curly majority of the time that's the cut i'm giving you you wear it straight then that's different yeah right? she's curly every day she's never done yeah the, you know straight yeah she's, or blow it out. she's gotta get that piece underneath all of her hair before she leaves the chair otherwise because that's just how her hair is growing at this time in this moment that's what's happening and that's okay we can actually absolutely create a little more movement in there but not enough to last for the entire three or four months until she gets back to the chair. So we'll create a little movement to give you a little bit of lift, but at the same time, we're gonna bring that underneath every time with your permission, of course. And some clients are like, no, I want my length and that's fine. But I just let them know. you know, And I'll offer, hey, in two weeks, come back. I'll just snip that off for you. No worries. Because I know she, it's going to happen. She ended up getting okay.
0: one of those wands because she's like, it's so oh, straight. Curl it. She just wraps it around the wand, but it's a pain in the butt because she likes to just air dry. Just the air dry.
1: Yeah. She's a big oh. turban
0: girl. Should I tell her not to use the turban?
1: Well, the turban's great, Elaine, but only after she's put the products in the hair.
0: So as long as the product's in there because she doesn't So if in she's the in
1: the shower, putting the primer, then the gel, then squeezing the hair... Right. We don't want to. Everybody has frizz these days. Uh, You live in Florida. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So all of this scrunching here that we're seeing on YouTube and all that no. just squeeze out the excess water literally like this. And I always say to clients, have you ever put a wet towel on your skin or a dry towel on your skin? If you put a dry towel, it's going to absorb everything. It's going to be dry. If you put a wet towel, it's just going to absorb the water, but it's not going to dry it. So I'd much rather, I literally hang my hair towel in my shower when I'm showering, gets a little bit wet. I put my primer, I put my styler, and then I flip over, wrap it, and it's good because the towel is a little damp, right? So you never want to put a dry towel, but she can absolutely put her towel and put it out of the way, take it down right before she heads out the house, just a little shake after the perfect haircut. And, um, but as long as she has full products in and she's doing root to end with the products regardless of if she feels that it's straighter here finer here you've got the right product that's not going to weigh down you need to put it root to end the the primer conditioner yeah you can just put it on the ends depending on your density but if you want curl you put the product wherever you want to see that curl as long as it's the right product so um, that should help and I tell clients take one thing just one thing that I tell you Next time, take another and another. And in a couple of years, we're going to be just perfect. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm so excited to be talking about curls. I'm so passionate about it. I can't believe I haven't been doing this all my life. Mm-hmm. But I think that recently, Elaine, one of the things that really pulls at my heartstrings is when I see dads bringing their daughters. Oh, in. yeah. yeah. And, I, and then here in the city, I have so many biracial kids. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing because the dads are just so happy. I I literally tell them, DM me, like, I'm good. I will literally get on a live with you and your kid and we will do it. And it's just, it it's, it's so amazing because they want their kids to to enjoy their hair and love it. And, and they'll say, okay, what do I need to do? Write That's it down awesome. for me, please. What do I need to buy? And I'm like, okay, DM me, come see me in six months. And I just love the fact that at, 11, 12 years old, we're really starting to develop these young adults that are loving their hair, men, women, you know, embracing the curl and just understanding the hair and how it works. If you understand what's happening, why it's doing this, then you'll feel a lot better about it. When you see? You're like, oh, okay. Instead of just throwing up your hands, like I have horrible hair. Right. So I'm like, I'm like, tell me, you want me to stop talking but I'm just going to talk you through because I understand if you know what's going on you'll be able to deal with it a lot better and not be so hard on yourself you know sometimes i get clients who they, they've gone somewhere else and they've thinned out a lot of the hair mm. right because they might have said to the person I've, i have my hair is really thick or the person doesn't know how to handle the curls right and how beautiful it can be in a beautiful shape so they'll go ahead and thin it out and i'll say okay here's here's a show it to them i take a really close up shot of the soaking wet and hydrated and I say okay these are all the cuticles that have been cut into so it's not your fault that you're frizzing I just want you to know that you have this much of hair that is new growth. so this is where we're going to start so going forward remember only sliding your hands like prayer hands essentially on this part of your hair because it's already been cut into and there's nothing you can do and it's not your fault so just Uh, let's grow it out. By the time you come back, that part will be down here and we'll be good to go. Yeah. And, and, um, I feel I've seen a lot of success, fine hair, thick hair, you name it, you know, and I don't ever knock anyone for doing, um, wigs and braids and anything like that. I love it. Explore. Like you can be someone different every single day. Great. But you need to know what's on your head, the way it comes out of your head. How to take care of it and then from there have at it well, next time you see me i'll have my long extensions in <laughs> <You're so laughs> because adorable. I, you know i just i i just i just want everyone to just love what they have and i'm here for it elaine i am here to promote curly hair and promote helping others so that's why i go out and teach every single person i don't worry you might be better than me. And that's great. You know, as long as we're all helping all the curly people to make sure that they understand and love their curls.
0: Amazing. And my phone's going to blow up and my DMs are going to blow up. How can we find more of Keisha? Because you can see and hear your passion in every word that you've said today. And one of the things that I wanted to unpack before we go is the fact that you were late to enter into the industry. And you didn't mm-hmm. let that keep you from succeeding quickly yeah. saying, oh, I'm behind everybody. I'm all, I'm too old, no. I'm too this, I'm too that. Wow. You jumped right in. You didn't have a problem having a mentor and standing by their side and learning, mm-hmm. which is something that's being skipped over right now. And it hurts my heart because oh, yeah. it's important, but look at how far you've gone in yeah. this amount of time by finding something that lights you up, that you're yeah. super passionate about and that is so needed in the industry. Right. So, yes. I for certain know that someone's going to reach out to me and say, I need a class with her. She's amazing. How can people Thank find you. you and book a class with you and learn more from you? Absolutely. Her so, her my Instagram about curly is- hair, I said hair color. See how it automatically comes ah, out? It's okay.
1: That's why I know <laughs> you, Elaine, because that's what we're working on. And hey, I'll be the first one to say, I know what I know and I don't know what I don't know, you know? And hey, um, so my Instagram is I speak curls. And my website is ispeakcurls.com. So you can book a appointment on the website. I'm in New York, New Jersey. I I travel at least once a month. So I'm always in a different state. So just reach out, let me know. Um, or um, on my Instagram
0: DM. Awesome. Thank you so much for this time together. Thank you, I've, I've learned a lot. I, w- I want to oh, start good. embracing my own natural curl right now. I'm excited. <laughs> <about that. laughs> yes. So thank you so much and thank you everyone for listening. Bye. See you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Ask the Color Expert podcast. Please subscribe and be sure to leave a review. For more information on hair color education, please visit my website, www.expertcolorsolutions.com. See you soon.